Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 34, recording on Friday, October 30th, 2020. My name is Frank. My name is Sean. And my name's Andrew. Well, it's begun. <laughs> begun, this console war has. I have in my hands my first PlayStation 5 accessories, including a DualSense controller, which I will be opening and feeling with my own bare hands <laughs> on this episode. Arresting. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, open them all. I might return some of them, to be perfectly honest, but uh, the controller's getting opened for sure. I got the, the media remote here. Come on, zoom in. Zoom. You gotta fix your lighting there, bud. Oh, I mean, come up. on. It's all that's that a white, product shot. Yeah, that HD white packaging, camera. brutal. Oh yeah, it's the white packaging's fault, definitely. We <laughs> the tr- controller charger stand. Oh, that's important. Very important, and of course, the headset for so I can use that patented audio chip inside the PS Five with 3D audio. So it's gonna get good. Um, no console. Don't get too excited. Just accessories. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what are you guys saying? What's new? How's life? It's all right. I mean, Halloween's tomorrow, so happy Halloween. People will probably be hearing this after Halloween, but that's okay. Frank, you got the new uh, setup there. Mm-hmm. So people can see the retro collection behind you. Very, very cool. Oh, yeah. I'm digging it. It's all uh, cleaned up. Did some reorgan here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Had to outdo you guys with your backdrops, you know. <laughs> I mean, no one can outdo exciting. mine. Host has to set the standard. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Uh, I've been playing some horror games as well for Halloween, Ooh. which we'll talk about. So let's get into it. Fuck, I can't wait. I've been waiting all day to open this thing. So let's do it. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, you probably want to go over to YouTube and check out the video. You want to see this? You want to see my face light up when I get this thing in my hands? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Frank, are you able to use the DualSense with uh, PC right now or... I don't play that game. This thing only gets attached to a PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I I could, but... You got a couple weeks to go still. Oh, my God. Bull in a china shop. Rip the box. Oh, my goodness. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Now, Sean, how many accessories did you order? Zero. Beautiful. Okay, while I'm doing this, (laughs) let's get real. If we're talking console war, let's get real. And uh, I got to say, I kind of shut down the Switch this week. Um, I've been playing a bit of Animal Crossing, but... You know, Mario and Zelda, I just cannot be motivated to go back to. And I'll tell you what I have been playing. I've been playing Xbox One X. And I've been checking it out. I was checking out some games on Game Pass inspired by uh, you guys letting me know that Katana Zero was on the um, on Game Pass, which I've been dying to play. So, I mean, I did play a bit of that. I probably won't talk about it until I've played it a bit more. But I have to say... This week, a mild shift towards Xbox, and I'm, I'm I, I am cons- not like I'm in a bit of an concerned? Xbox phase. But I, I'll tell you that, like I said, I've always said this. I know people say I'm uh, completely biased, and 
I've said it many times. I've switched console allegiances two or three times over my the course of my life. So uh, maybe five times if you include when I was young. Maybe ten times, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm all about the best product, the best games. So the new interface for Xbox, it's not drastically different, but I was finding on the old one... Um, it was getting really laggy and slow and annoying and lots of like stalls when I was going to my libraries and trying to do updates and queues. It was getting really slow and annoying. Um, but I, I downloaded the new one and it's pretty smooth. Gotta say it's, it's a big improvement. It was going down the tubes there for a while. I feel like they were, you know, pushing all of the quality of life stuff, not, um, or sorry, understandably, getting it ready for the Series X, but it is much better now. And going against PlayStation, the the new store, I know I touched on this during the show when I opened it up for the first time last week, it is awful. I went to look for a game on there and just kind of look and see what was coming out. The new store is one of the worst e-commerce destinations in the history of the world. I hate to be too bold here, but uh, it is awful. It is so muddled. It used to be, even it wasn't, it wasn't great before, but like I could do whatever I want. I could look for deals. I could find games. Uh, it's awful. So they need to step up because it is, I know it's not a selling feature, so to speak, but all these minor quality of life things start to add up. So I um, have to say it, until I get this controller in my hands, that may change. But this week, light 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 win for team xbox in my house um and i so so much that i played a game i could be getting trophies on on xbox one x trying to break break that you still will i might back i might now to be fair (laughs) it was a game that i started on playstation and rather than play the first three hours again i'm like well if i'm gonna play the first three hours again i might as well get achievements rather than trophies so believe me i'm doing some math there it's all good but uh (laughs) This all could change in a matter of seconds. I've got the controller. Let's take it out Uh-oh. of this uh, little wrapping bag here. It's got some weight to it. Got some weight to it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Back oh, phase. boy. Um, let me feel. Whew. You know, there's always an adjustment period with this stuff. It's. Oh, triggers are nice. Now- how much similar to an Xbox controller is it? Because it re- from the images, it looked much closer to the mold of an Xbox controller than a DualShock 4. For me, in term, it's it really is. I know this is kind of a cop-out, but legit. It feels like it is somewhere right in the middle between the old PS4 and the current Xbox controllers. I will say I've been looking at the uh, Series X controllers and the... Um, I really want to try those triggers. They got like those grips on the triggers. Looks pretty sweet. And I got to say, I was using my Elite controller. How many times have I said I got to say? Uh, I was looking at my Elite controller and the triggers. This is an Elite controller, mind you. The plastic coloring or the coloring on the plastic is starting to wear off. I think it was $200. You can't even use metal or something that's already colored. You painted the, the triggers. Good Lord, that's embarrassing. Use one mold, one color, please. Um, Light win for Xbox until you notice that. Okay. But 
anyway, I, I am eager to get an Xbox One Series X controller in my hand. Now, I've got it in my hand, okay? It feels really good. I think it's... <laughs> I, I don't caressing it. I don't know if it's... I think I prefer the the 4, the DualShock 4, but, I mean, it's it's not a big gap. Button button presses uh, feel pretty solid. Let me see how loose these buttons are. They feel pretty tight. Triggers are okay, about the same. Bumpers are a little more elevated, which I like, and a little more uh, contoured, I think. Beautiful, beautiful. I won't be plugging this in. Um, ooh, the share and options buttons, got to say, not floating my boat uh and the home button playstation button mm, pretty good oh it's turning on want to see it turn on oh boy let's see this thing let's see the oh yeah yeah, look at that flashy blue Ooh, baby (laughs) anyway i am uh i'm pleased not gonna lie i am very pleased there's a little more grip on it it's it's that texture that i talked about before I need to get my uh, light out here and see if it has the texture that I spoke of. If it, how, like, just how small that texture is. Has Microsoft announced if they're doing an Elite controller for the Series X? Um, not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. They're certainly not hmm. selling it as an accessory right now. I can't. This is crazy. Can I? Can't can't hear you. You're not close enough. I'll to the relax, mic. but I'm trying to. Oh no! Did I... <laughs> right, I? I'm not gonna be able to tell. I don't think it's got the uh, patented um, button finish on here, like the miniature buttons. Anyway, gotta say, I'm pleased. I'm really pleased. You know what? Let's do one more unboxing, just for the hell of it. <laughs> the one thing I know I'm gonna keep for sure, I think, um, the Media Remote. I did end up getting the uh, disc-based version, and maybe that'll change, but I do. I'm hoping it's got a nice 4K player. Oh, I, I you know what? I was talking to my friend last night. This has to be brought up. This must be brought up, and it actually brought Team Xbox down a little bit this week. I have a brand-new Series X. My friend brought a, bought a brand-new Series X last year. I mean, 1X. 1X, pardon me. Fuck, I hate this stupid <laughs> thing. Um, okay, another point off. It's, it's, it's almost a draw this week. We were, we've almost settled on a draw. But why are there not more stories about how the Xbox One X, every version of that console, the disc reader is complete garbage. Playing 4K movies... Half of the time I put a Blu-ray or 4K disc in, it says can't read disc. You have to like take it out and put it in 50 times before it reads the disc. Well, you, How is you know, this not a big deal? You know I had issues with everyone the one, does. The one S, not the X, but the one S. Uh, which there is a weird thing. I I, I ended up I, I was on the verge of like, do I buy a one X or do I try and send this thing in to get it fixed? And what I ended up doing is there was some people suggested online, if you change from, I think, uh, you change your power settings. I can't remember which one I was on, but basically you toggle between like the sleep mode or the hard power down mode and changing that actually fixed it for me. I don't know how that Mm. makes any sense, but either way, 
that still should be talked about more. Like I haven't met yeah. a, a single person that it works for uh, consistently. But anyway, the media remote, there it is. Kind of tidy. I got small hands, so you can take that for what you will. It's uh, it's okay. Whatever. It's interesting that the, it's not mo- it's not moving the uh, the console war needle at all for this week. It's <laughs> it's an, a net zero gain or, or loss. I, I I'm a, I'm kind of it surprised. Exists. I didn't I had never seen that before. And I'm inter- it's interesting that they basically replicated the design of the PS5 in that remote where it's got that like black oh, yeah. sandwich it's... between the two white sections. Huh. Yeah. They're really all in on that form factor, it seems. Oh, believe me, all these accessories have that form factor, but we're not. That's it. We're done. We're these are all getting returned. Sorry. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious about that headset though. I got you know I'm not going to tell you to unbox it if you're not keeping it, but that um, that thing looked pretty interesting. So I'm curious if it's comfortable or uh, anything like that. I'll see what happens. I do want to wait and see some reviews for it. This isn't something that it's like, you know, I need this right now and I know I'm going to keep right. it. So if the reviews are like, this thing's a hunk of junk, it's probably going back for that, for what I paid for it. So the camera might too. Like if there's no real benefit to the camera, I just, I remember before the cameras were hard to get. And if there was right. some benefit that was good or that hasn't been talked about yet. I figured might as well get one and buy now return later. We, we should mention they had a, uh, so they have a thing where you can uh, register online to get your adapter. If you have a PSVR <laughs> and you want to use it with the PS five. Now, did you ever get yours to work, Frank? God, no. Thank you for bringing that up. Every time I would go to do it, error, error, so I finally, I tried again today and it worked for me. Oh, okay. But there was another issue, which is ridiculous. So it, I put in my um, serial number for my PSVR. It went through to the next page, filled out all my info. And for the address, so for the, there's a, there was a field for postal code or zip code. And I selected obviously Canada and everything. I go to put in my postal code and it just keeps giving me an error saying postal code must only be numbers and letters. And I was only putting in numbers and letters, no dash, no space, and it just would not work. So what I ended up doing in the address to field, I put my actual postal code, and then in the zip code field, I just put a bunch of numbers. <laughs> so I don't even know if mind. I'm going to get this thing. <laughs> But it's ridiculous. How does that not work? Yeah, I mean that was that was another slight uh, loss for PlayStation this week, big so. time. And the reason I I guess I didn't say this. I'm trying to pre-order an Xbox One Series X. Uh, did I miss something? I could have swore when they were first announced. I might just be remembering this incorrectly. That the Xbox was the 17th and PlayStation was the 10th. No, no Xbox it was, was always earlier. earlier? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll definitely, I'm like, I have two days where I'm not doing anything. I could use a console for those two days to give it a spin and <laughs> get a little Xbox time in for two days. It's worth 600 bones. No problem. But haven't been able to find one yet. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen uh, batches going on sale here and there, but a lot of them have been in the U.S. only. The employee so. at uh, 
the real real reason I tried to get one is they have a trade-in um, promotion at EB where I, I have two Xbox One X's. <laughs> I almost said Series <laughs> X again. And uh, I'm like, I could trade it in and get like, you know, 300 bucks off. Why not? I can't. I'm not going to do anything with it anyway. So, um, yeah, if I can find one, I'll get it. I'm certainly not losing any sleep over it, but I could use those two days to at least get acquainted. It might not be anything serious, but say hello for a couple of days. Now, Frank, did you want to use this opportunity to tell your EB game story? No, no. You're saving that? No, I'm not going to divulge that. <laughs> I don't okay. think there's anything to say. I was kind of joking around before the podcast, but well, about I, mean, I, I asked about them, and the EB Games employee told me that PlayStation has totally screwed up the pre-orders for their system, and Xbox. To be fair, they didn't say they've done a great job, but you know, it seemed like they were really saying PlayStation is the worst and Xbox is the best. But I'll be perfectly honest. I could have turned this into a story about the payola and the digital sales and then pushing <laughs> one console. But I, I I didn't get that sense at all. I, I felt it was pretty genuine. So, I mean, I, I think they were more concerned about the fact that as a retailer, they thought Sony screwed it up. So they're dealing with people's complaints and saying, when I was there, Someone did come in asking for a PS5 pre-order and they were shocked that they're so hard to get. So there's still a lot of casual people looking for consoles, I think, and everyone seems to be wanting a PS5. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I, I still stand pretty firmly that you will be able to get a PS5 and an Xbox One Series X before Christmas if you want one. I think this is all hype, trying to track him down, maybe trying to um, temper expectations in terms of shipping and not having a disaster, but I think there's going to be many more to come. I was just going to say, I, I'm, I don't know this, but I'm curious if that, that deal, the Xbox GameStop deal, actually does involve EB. Like GameStop owns EB, is that right? Or like, how is what's the relationship? Sorry, yeah, it's there? the same company. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. I guess technically this was a GameStop in Canada. There are still EBs and GameStops, and um, yeah, same company, same thing. Okay, sorry, let me just get this thing back in my hands one more time. It's a little <laughs> addictive. It feels really good. Uh, I didn't push the the sticks in before. What a mistake. Uh, gotta say the pad is really smooth. Don't know if I like that more, to be perfectly honest. I think I like the kind of textured pad. Anyway. You'll never use it, so it doesn't matter. She's a beauty. Uh, how, she Don't, what? Say that again? It's the, it's the best it. button on the controller. The pad? The touch pad? Yes. The map button. I mean, like, I thought you were talking about actually using it as a touch pad, though. Like, no, but I, I love that button. It's one of my favorite innovations in a controller Maybe that's forever. why they changed it because uh, people only use it as a big button they don't actually really use the touch yeah i love the big button 
I love hey, big butts. How, how's the actual uh, packaging over there, Frank? Anything special? Like, like I've seen some this? Xbox unboxings, and the packaging looked pretty cool. Oh, this is say. about as uh, vanilla as you can get. Literally, white box, nothing inside. Piece of uh, white cardboard inside. That's it. There. Sony, what are you doing? Who cares? This thing's going in the garbage. <laughs> anyway. That's all. Console War update mm-hmm. complete for this week. We'll see where we are next week. If I'm still playing Xbox or moved on. Yeah, so no real news this week. No, there's no news. To talk about. Deal with it. Who cares? Who cares about news? We're in the middle of new <laughs> consoles launching. Sure, some games got delayed. It was already delayed. Whatever. A bunch of stuff about updating games. Spider Spider Verse costumes, stuff like that. Okay, Huck, take it away. I I logged in to my library. I did a search for PS5, and lo and behold, they have now ordered all of the launch PS5 games. So I immediately put them all on hold and then suspended my hold until 2021. So I will be first in line whenever I decide to actually get a PS5 (laughs) to get all those games. How does that work? You can put something on hold, but then say when you actually want it for it? No, you suspend it for like a certain amount of time. And then uh, when it when that time lapses, then you basically get put in hold, but your place in line updates constantly. So if I get in first, then I'll stay in first until I unsuspend. So basically I'm first in line and then it'll just skip me and go to the next person forever. But then when you unsuspend, you'll stay in that spot. Yeah. I stay in first and then I get it right away. Wow. Glorious gaming the system here. Oh, of course. (laughs) I'm addicted to the library. That's Very the news. Impressive. The big shocking news of the week. <laughs> well, I mean, so uh, I just got to ask you didn't, uh, I mean, you did mention they ordered series X games as well. You didn't put yes. those on hold. I did. You did. <laughs> oh, okay. Just <laughs> Who do you think this guy is? All right. Fair on. enough. Come I on. thought this might be an indicator. Though they did the have war. less. They did have less of the Series X games because uh, PlayStation 5 has like uh, Pathless, Godfall, like other all the exclusives, Spider-Man, that obviously Xbox all doesn't the have. Exclusives. So more you for said PS5. I, you yeah. could also make the argument that if they have Xbox One games, they will just work anyway or get upconverted, I think, right? Yes, potentially. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but yeah. Yeah, me neither. All right, moving on. Let's talk about what we played. We've all played some stuff. So, uh, Sean, take it away. Well, okay, I got one Halloween-related thing and one non-Halloween. I'll start with the non-Halloween, which is just um, I tried out the demo for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, Mm. which... Uh, you know, this is one of those games. There's not a lot of stuff coming out for Nintendo this holiday season. And I've been kind of thinking about it, and I'm so on the fence with this one. I I, I played a bit of the uh, first Hyrule Warriors for the Wii U, and I just, I don't know, I played a couple levels, and it kind of got repetitive, and I ended up trading it in and never went back to it. 
But then with this one, you know, tying it into Breath of the Wild, it's kind of a cheap ploy, but it kind of got me interested. And so the story does, it is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, obviously, the art style is like Breath of the Wild, the characters, enemies, all stuff from Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm assuming so it's played, like you, you're the champions, all the different champions fighting up into the the battle with uh, Calamity Ganon or whatever. Right. And so I played the first level. Actually, I was surprised the demo was not just the first big battle. Like, there's more to it. You kind of get into the overworld map and can do more stuff afterwards. But I kind of just did that first big battle. And you can control uh, Link and Impa, I believe. And, um, you know, it. as with the last time I played the original Hyrule Warriors, it's pretty fun right off the bat. Like, you're very powerful. You're wading into like hordes of enemies and smashing them around and you've got all kinds of like power attacks and you can use some of like the um the magic stuff from breath of the wild like the um i forget what they're called but like the ice block and stuff like that you can throw bombs so i mean you got a lot of stuff that you can do right off the bat and it's it's fun but then after a while you start to think okay this where do you go from here with this game? Because it is just, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, it's not a Zelda game. It's not a traditional Zelda game. It's actually, is it Dynasty Warriors that yes. this is kind of based on? And so it's just like a large-scale combat game, and you just kind of button mash um, your way through hordes of enemies. There's kind of mini-bosses along the way that have a little bit more strategy to them. Uh you can play co-op, which it seems like a game that would be a little more fun with somebody else playing beside you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I in terms of like cutscenes and stuff, it seems like they're telling you know an actual story here. I don't know that that's enough to pull me into this. But um, you know, I would say based on the demo, I would be like, this is something I'll buy when it goes on sale. But we all know Nintendo games never go on sale, so. I don't know. I have a feeling I'm just going to be playing PS5 stuff and I won't even be thinking about this in a, in a month, but Me too. Uh you know, it was it was interesting, just I don't know, not amazing. Here's here's a topic that stems from that. Um that I don't think we've really talked about and that there is going to be a real divide when the PS5 and Series X comes out and companies really start trying to push the envelope with uh the next gen and Switch is going to be left in the dust. And there is going to be a real problem with AAA games trying to get down to the Switch. And the Switch is going to become basically the indie and Nintendo platform only. Those, like, AAA games are not going to have a chance, although... All right. Uh, when you say left yep, in the yep. dust, <laughs> a cloud of dust. This is actually... One news. news topic we should be covering. And yes. Good, good job. Look at that. Like I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, uh, so with Switch now, Control is out on Switch. I think it came out this week. Yes. But it is cloud only. So you have to stream it. And I think you get like a five or a 10 minute test run of the game on your switch to make sure your internet is up to par before nintendo will charge you so that is an interesting a very interesting take on how to handle triple a games on the switch if it works 
And it also opens up, obviously. They don't steal my prediction, which I made months ago. Well, go ahead and make it now then. Or repeat it now. X Cloud or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Will be coming to the Switch eventually. And I've oh, been yeah. saying Nintendo and Xbox have been real cozy for quite some time now. And oh, yeah. uh, I think this is something that's been talked about and worked on for quite some time. So I, I do think that will be a thing. And this is, I don't know if they're, I'm assuming they're using their own technology. Um, remedy yeah, or I whatever, don't think so. I read anything that said what they're using, but. It is it is interesting, unless right. okay. Remember another? the game Game Pass controversy with Control, where I think uh, Xbox I can't remember who on Xbox said it was coming to Game Pass, and then it, they like they walked it back saying it's not, and then it won Game of the Year and sales have picked up and all this stuff. So maybe they are letting them kind of pilot the technology and they're working on some kind of deal together. I don't know. It just seemed weird that they, this kind of got announced before or a partnership with Xbox. And then all of a sudden, whoa, 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 that's not actually happening. It could have been just a mistake. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is uh, like for sure by any means, but I don't know. There's uh, I think there's something going on here. I think yeah. remedy yeah. could be getting purchased. Well, uh, so I was just yeah. going to say, so is there, I thought I read, I don't remember, is there another game that does this cloud uh, streaming stuff on the Switch, or is this the first one? I'm not aware of any I, other ones. I, yeah, I don't know of any others either. Because, well, so if it's the only one, then do we know if it's Nintendo Tech or Remedy Tech? Do not, I don't think. Hmm. I haven't read anything that Hitman 3 says- is coming as well? Apparently, what is? What was that? Hitman Three. Oh, that's Hitman what it 3. was. Yeah. So it's not out yet, though. No. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, Nintendo, what are you doing? You got a brand. Very interesting. Like how X, Xbox brands every technology they have. But the the weird thing is, it it kind of makes you think. Well, what's the point of buying this game on a Switch then? You know what I mean? Like if it just you just need a device that you can stream to, like why does it have to be the Switch? Like it could be anything. Like people could be, like Remedy could put out Control on Android streaming or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. why not? Well, you need a controller. I would say is the main reason. Yeah, I guess that is a selling point. For I'm sure. assuming you have to, if you're shipping something on an Android, you have to at least be able to play it without a controller as an option. I don't think you can say okay, it's so required. So, it's it's the cloud system is handled by some company called Ubitus. U b i t u s. I've never heard of it, but uh, customers, bunch of people, oh Microsoft, Sega, Nintendo, apparently all use it. Two K, Atari. So obviously, this is a pretty well established technology. There's quite a few. Uh, people that use it, Warner Brothers, Square Enix, Ubisoft, so take two. And it looks like like the publisher for that game is 505. It looks like they are paying for it, basically. Yeah. So, very interesting. It looks like this company also is not just games. It's kind of like uh, cloud computing in general and data virtualization and stuff like that. So they're kind of a, a 
It's interesting. Interesting choice. That, that reminds me also one other quick little news tidbit that was out there this week was that um, Microsoft has not ruled out and seems to be kind of planning on potentially uh, releasing some sort of dongle for xCloud at some point. So like, you know, a Chromecast or something that you could just plug into your TV and and play xCloud using that, which could be interesting. I mean, it kind of exists already, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know like if you can an run... An app on a phone uh, is the same thing. Can you, can you run the Xbox Game Pass app on like a Fire Stick? Because if you can, I guess... No, that's... I just mean like if you have an app on a phone, it's doing the same thing. There's no reason why you couldn't bring that to a television. I guess the resolution changes, right? Like that's probably why you need a dongle um, to be able to support higher resolutions on TV potentially, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean... He didn't say it was coming. He said, you could imagine a day where that happens. Like, no, yeah, it was just Sean, interesting. Sorry. He seemed to bring it up. Like, it's not like they said, hey, are you going to release a dongle? Like, it was in an interview or something. And he kind of brought it up as like, well, this could be something we're thinking of doing. So, I don't know. It seemed I like mean, you easily could have said you could imagine a day where there's an app that runs like it does already on Android phones. And... <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't think it was much of a story at all. It seems like just uh, an, a nod to the commoditization of these technologies or a console as future, which has been talked about for years. Yeah. I mean, it's basically here. So I don't think it's here yet. I don't think the, the quality level is high enough yet. Have you tried out xCloud yet? No, I can't. It's not available on iOS. Well, you know, you might want to check it out. No, thanks. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm sure it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I guess I tried it briefly at your house once, Sean. Mm-hmm. A long, long time ago. Um, it was a little rough at that point, but I think it's gotten better. It's not bad. I ho- I've, As I said, I'll say it again. I hope the technology gets there. I would love that. Just being able to stream games everywhere and not needing huge machines in every room in my house to do this stuff. So I'm yeah. all for this as long as it works. Yep. Okay. Throw it over to Huck, I guess. Uh, okay. I, uh, well, I'll start off with the big one. I bought half-life Alex, uh, this afternoon and played for about an hour. And this is a much must must purchase. I mean, it, it blew me out of the water. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, just the immersion is is so good. They the animation. I it almost stands like you're standing. It almost feels like you're standing beside someone. Like the animation is just so fluid. The facial features on some of the characters is so high fidelity that it's incredible. Like I, I didn't think they'd be able to render this much detail in vr so i don't know if it's just because i have a pretty good computer and i'm streaming it from my computer to my quest 2 without a cable so this is even going over wi-fi now i cranked up all the bit rates and everything to make sure it was super high and i didn't feel any latency over the wi-fi and everything was good the only thing i noticed was occasionally when people were talking the mouse would, would get out of sync but i mean even triple <clears throat> a console games that happens to you sometimes also. So I don't know if that was just a lag thing or 
if it was just the game. But overall, the controls felt good. Everything was intuitive. I was using the blink, so I I didn't get any nausea. Uh, There was, like, some really impressive, just, like, I guess you would call them, you know, uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name of this? Just like special moments. What am I thinking of here? Help me set out. pieces? Yeah, like set, like set beefs moments where like, you know, certain things come in and kind of give you a little scare. And they're just like, because you're in VR, though, it's just like right in your face. And, I'm out. you know, there's like explosions and stuff. It's it's really quite an experience. And I, I think I'm on chapter two. I didn't know. I don't know how many chapters there are, but and I don't even know how long the game is. But the first hour was really incredible. And and everything was intuitive. You kind of like to get ammo, you basically pick it up in your hands and then you kind of just put it over your shoulder and let go. And that goes into your backpack, quote unquote. And you have to do the whole thing with the gun where you put in the cartridge and then press the button to like load it, like to load it or whatever they call it, uh, cock it or whatever. And that's pretty neat. It feels pretty cool, pretty intuitive. You have this like gravity gun. So you, a gravity hand, not a gravity gun. So you basically like, kind of reach out with your left hand your gun is in your right hand and then you can sort of highlight things and then flick them towards yourself and then they'll start flying through the air and then you have to catch them and then you can kind of move them out of the way or whatever or look for hidden things underneath uh you also have this like multi-tool that you can switch to so the controls are you actually click in the stick on your right hand and then a little in-game ui comes up and you can, if you move your hand up, it selects the gun. If you move to the middle, it gives you an empty hand. If you move it down, you have like a multi-tool. And the multi-tool helps you scan the environment in certain puzzles, which I felt worked really well. And yeah, just really impressed. Lots of uh, like like reflections and water and really, really high-end stuff that I didn't think you'd be able to get away with in VR. I mean, I know when I was developing that, we happy few spin-off VR game. We had basically nothing in the environment and struggled to get it up to 90 frames a second. And these guys are putting in tons and tons of stuff. I totally understand why the Firewatch guys left that company or got bought by Valve and agreed to go to Valve because this game is really quite something. And it's really incredible. And it, I don't know what I don't know how many people have bought it. But uh, it's on sale right now on Steam for the Halloween sale for 25% off. And I, I'm sure it'll be goes lower than that, but it's definitely worth – it was 50 bucks Canadian. So it's definitely worth that amount right now. Incredible game so far. I think it is, like, pretty long, too, from what I remember. 15 hours, it looks like, from what I've yeah. seen. 15 hours? Wow. That's very long for a VR game. Yeah. But I must say, I was there – I was in it for an hour straight, and I – wanted to keep going i was telling you guys my alarm was going off to say the show is gonna start recording and i was like (laughs) uh why don't i just go up these stairs and like look around a little more it's really immersive it's really really awesome nice yeah yeah well segue if we're talking vr first person complete campaigns the game i've been playing the past two days is resident evil 7 however not in vr Oh man, can't do it. Game pass, just can't do it. Although I will say, like something's happening. Like my jump scare 
concern is it's fading. Like I was just plowing through this thing. I got scared a couple times and I was like, Ooh, that was fun. Like I, I it's something's you, you turning into a full blown <laughs> horror head. I don't know about now. that, like, but I, it was not <laughs> bugging me at all. And I've just kind of been going with the flow. Um, so I, I briefly played it when it came out initially and never finished it. Did either of you finish this game? No. Okay. I haven't even tried it. I haven't installed because it's on Game Pass now, but I didn't uh that's what, I haven't given it a that's go. That's what I'm playing it through. I had played Resident Evil two and three remakes that came out over the past uh, year or two. And I will say, Resident Evil seven is awesome. I thought like it was kind of I looked at the reviews, they weren't that great. I think it's fantastic. Like the mood, the setting taking the resident evil experience and translating the feel and general style of that game to a first person version. I think it works completely. I, I, again, I'm reminded these kind of, it's not a long game, but there's lots of moments. I'm, I'm always kind of doing something new. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm loving this game. I kind of had a, I don't know why I didn't like Resident Evil for a while, even though I thought five and six weren't as bad as people said, although I never finished six and playing those remakes. It really has made me appreciate Resident Evil again. And I'm super excited for eight now. Uh, Village, I think is going to be amazing. So I'm really enjoying seven. I'll probably finish it tonight, if not tomorrow morning or something like that. And so far it is great. And I think the complaints are about the action in it. But it's just kind of slow paced. It's not that intense, the action, I would say, in terms of like the challenges and have, like needing really fast reflexes. And I'm guessing part of that is what people are complaining about. And it's partly due in fact that it had to be played in VR. Uh, but I, I'm really enjoying it for like a you know 10 hour game. Highly recommend. I I remember liking what I did play of it. I like I, it had kind of like a found footage sort of element or feel to it, right? Like the Well, that's a mechanic where you you do these videotapes and it's kind of like teaching you a mechanic or an idea and then you revisit those areas with a twist uh later. I think the design of those is phenomenal. I I I really enjoy it. Cool. Only one moment where I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like <laughs> I had I did have to look it up online. Oh. And I will say I am using a collectibles guide. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> so, I'll just quickly mention sort of a minor Halloween themed recommendation. I was kind of waiting until I played a bit more of this to really get into it, but um, I played this game called Creeks. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's on Apple Arcade. It's also on Steam. I'm not sure if it's on any of the consoles currently, but it's a 2D puzzle platformer, and you're kind of in this old rickety mansion, and you're kind of going into these underground passages and stuff. And, um, I mean, the art style, um, I think, is going for, like, what's the name of the don't guy starve? who did... Oh. What's that? It looks a bit like Don't Starve. I think it's the same... Or no. 
it's not the same developers. It's just, uh, the, the people who did Machinarium or whatever oh, that game yeah, is, yeah, I think. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, the art style, I think, is supposed to be inspired by the guy who did the art for the scary stories to tell in the dark books. What was that guy's name again? Why can I not oh, find yeah. it? I got to be honest. Like, I don't... I can see how someone would like it. The art style is not doing much for me. Oh, no. It's not... Uh, no, I'm, I'm wrong. So that guy is Stephen Gamble. I think it's Edward Gorey is what I'm thinking the guy's name was. Anyway, I don't know. I liked the art style. I thought it was really cool. Kind of... Like, it's kind of cartoony, but also has, like, this creepiness to it. Reminds me of Braid and, uh, a bit, to be honest. Reminds you of what? Braid. Yeah, I could see that. Not exactly, but I see a lot of similarities. Yeah. But, I mean, it's uh, the puzzles are pretty solid from what I saw. Like, it's basically there's, you know, you're kind of climbing up ladders and opening doors, hitting switches and stuff. And there's these creatures that are all, like, um, they don't like the light. So you have to find ways to turn on lights near them to s- scare them away and stuff like that so you can continue past and uh, it was pretty good. I, I I really liked it. I definitely want to play more. Um, but I can uh, I can recommend it as a slightly spooky game you might be interested in. Hmm. I can do a spooky game. I played the game Observer, the actual Observer, not Observation. <laughs> and uh, this is the one where it's kind of cyberpunky. It's first person sort of detective game. And it's by Blooper Team, which I, I can't remember what else they did. I think they do all the, like, Layers of Fear games and stuff like that. They've kind of switched to be a, uh, like, this horror genre. Are they game. doing that medium game? or? Yes, and they're doing the medium. Yeah. And so it is actually uh, quite a mindfuck, I? if you're looking for a mindfuck, because you play this almost like... Um, detective that can jack into people's heads uh and sort of almost go through their dreams and so the the first couple dreams you go through like they are trippy because you're like walking down weird hallways and then there's like sounds and you turn around and it's changed and then you walk some more and like stuff gets thrown at you but there's no one there and there's just like like weird like flashes of light or weird things happening all around and like screen effects that mess with you. It's really quite uh, freaky actually, while you're in this thing in this like dreamscape. And I, I really liked the sort of detective mechanics of it. You have these like two different types of scanners you can use and it only really, it highlights a bunch of things, but when you get close to them, it'll tell you like that it's, it's useless basically. And then you, so you can only pick up the stuff that actually makes sense. So there's little puzzles here and there. Uh, the game overall, I think is pretty, uh, it's, it's almost more like a walking simulator in that there's not many characters you could talk to. A lot of the characters you talk to, you're in like a, a hotel or something or like an apartment building for what I've been in so far. And basically all your conversations are to people through their doors and like this almost like still image comes comes up on their doors when you're there and you're just having a conversation with them. And there's really not too much animation going on, but overall uh, the atmosphere, the graphics are way better than I thought. And this game is actually coming out with like a redux 
version on PS5 and Xbox Series X. And I really, I'm surprised because it's already really high quality. Now I was playing on my PC, so maybe I'm getting almost like an upgraded version just from that. I'm getting the highest res possible. And, but it's really high quality. Uh, I was really shocked. I didn't think it would be this high quality. And yeah, good so far. I mean, I've played maybe an hour and a half and it's really a good kind of like Halloween scare game as well, which I wasn't anticipating. I didn't really know what to expect going into this game, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. And, and if Half-Life Alex didn't go on sale, I totally would be playing this more, but no, I'm going to be playing that. But also a shout out to other Halloween games. Costume Quest 1 right now is free with Games with Gold on Xbox. And Costume Quest 2 is free on the Epic Game Store. So if anyone has an Epic Game Store account, go grab Costume Quest 2 and Xbox grab Costume Quest 1. I did want to play Obviously. Costume Quest again. I always get the itch around oh, this time of year. It's the best. So good. I love that game. I know. I show. I was going to show my kids it because I think it's actually like a fairly tame game that they could handle. Well, I won't say it, but uh, but we weren't going to get into the junk mail. But there was a question relating to RPGs to kind of give you a, like a light sense of an RPG, or that could be a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's yeah, true. for sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, Huck. Speaking of introducing it to your kids too, did you know that there's an animated series of Costume Quest? Yeah. No. No, I did not. My one son is actually huge into Sonic the Hedgehog right now. So oh, I nice. got him the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons at a library, and he is just eating them up. Oh, so that's awesome. He, he's only seen Sonic 1, and that's it, like the video game playing. And somehow he got obsessed with it. So I don't, I don't know what that's about. It's not like well, you got to so watch the uh, live-action movie now. Don't listen to anything well, Frank says about it. <laughs> it's probably too scary for my kids. They're wimps. Really? I don't know if it's... Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything scary in it, but I'll take your so. word for it. Oh, I'm sure Jim Carrey is too scary. Just him <laughs> person, so... <laughs> Maybe. Uh, speaking of trippy games, yet another segue, I almost forgot to do my public service announcement. I meant to do it after you talked about control on the Switch. Do not play this game. Uh, it, it is awful. It is awful. Uh, especially if you get a 10 or 15 minute demo that the 10 first hour, two hours is fantastic. And then it just gets worse and worse as the game goes on. And then it peaks briefly with the ashtray maze or whatever it is, but talk about an overrated game. That is not a number one, most overrated game of the last two years. Huck, do you want to give your uh, opposite PSA? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I've, I'm, I'm totally fine with saying the game is good. I, I still stand by that. I think the game is good. I think the gameplay is fun. But uh, I wouldn't necessarily buy the cloud version. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I will also say, won't say a lot, but I've been, I did play Katana Zero for about, an hour, maybe two. I'm liking it. I don't know if I'm loving it. I, I'm oddly compelled by the story elements in between the levels and that world and the dialogue system. Simple but mm -hmm. interesting. And uh, yeah. I'm hoping. Actually, I'm, I don't think I talked about the dialogue system when I was talking about the game. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, and and I like the art style. 
gameplay is pretty good. I, I've definitely played some similar type stuff, but I'm digging it. I'll, I'll play some more for sure. Just to touch on the dialogue system, because I, I don't think I did. Uh, basically, you have a window of time at the beginning where if you press a button, it's almost like you're yelling at the character or you get angry. So you have to be patient and wait for this time window to go by, and then you can give a proper response after that. So if you're just hammering buttons, you end up like yelling at characters essentially. And I, I thought it was a neat little mechanic that they have thrown in there. Well, a lot of games, you know, I mean, Celeste was a notable one, kind of being about uh, depression and stuff like that. Although I haven't finished Celeste, and I, I can't say how successful it is at that idea without finishing it. But a game like this, and I would say also What Remains of Edith Finch, are using interactivity to portray emotions and ideas, uh, mm-hmm. which is very interesting rather than just story elements. So, um, I mean, that's when I find story elements really interesting in games, when you can have an interactive idea that reinforces it. So I think I know where this Katana Zero stuff is going, potentially, but at the very least, it's interesting ca- character building for a main character in a very, you know, 16-bit-ish type game that definitely doesn't have that stuff. So it is very effective at putting you in the role of the main character by having that other element. So I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. That's it for me. You got any more, Dwight? Nope, that's it. Uh, I got a few games I just peppered quickly on game pass uh one is called rise and shine which is actually like a 2d platformer with uh, gunplay mechanics and i'd never heard of this game before but i saw it come to game pass so i gave it a try it was pretty fun i i found that you you had to like uh the aiming for your gun is sort of like a twin stick shooter i guess but or I guess not twin stick, but I've seen, just yeah. Sick. Didn't Sean play this? Like someone's talked about this before. No, I don't know, but Rise basically and I don't think so. Your, your character's name is rise and your gun's name is shine. And you basically have this gun that you shoot guys with, but you kind of like have a mechanic to hide behind things as bullets are flying at you. And then you co- go behind cover and you can shoot at people. But Uh, The thing I found weird is you have to, like, hold the left trigger to basically pull out your gun. Then, while holding that, use the right stick to aim and then fire with the right trigger. So, there's just, like, a lot of button presses going on to control the game, which is not necessarily ideal. I don't know why. Maybe they introduce a mechanic later, but I don't know why if you just, like, press the right trigger, it just doesn't pull out your gun. I don't know why you need to also hold the left trigger. It's just a little, like, it's just a little clumsy, I guess. Uh, and then I, I tried out a RPG that came also to Game Pass called Iconfall, which is like an 8-bit, almost like nintendo S style RPG. And I didn't get very far, uh, but it, it's I guess it's sort of like you're, uh, you are going... This, I guess the basic story is you're kind of going to visit your sister or something who is a witch, and you kind of go to this forest that is in this witch land and you're not a witch and then you kind of discover you have magic powers as well that's basically as far as i got which is based on the first five minutes but it has a uh uh interesting battle system that i i kind of most compare it to south park fractured but whole uh kind of meets 
Mario RPG. So it has that sort of grid-based movement of South Park. And then you pick uh, moves. And, but then it also has the timing system of an RPG where you can, if you time it right, you get a critical hit. And if you time a hit against you, you can get a better defense. And it seems really engaging and it, it, it seems really good. I will go back to it. I just have not had any time to play it anymore. And then the last thing I touched on was uh, I, or I played Day of the Tentacle. I started playing Day of the Tentacle, which I have played and never gotten very far into. So this time I'm basically just following along a YouTube video as I play and g- trying to get a thousand uh, trophy points <laughs> in as little time as possible. Oh, and I must wow. say, I'm really enjoying this game because I don't have to figure out all of this crazy, silly puzzles that they put in about finding glue and then getting some stupid crowbar and whatever. Like, there's just so many crazy things that it would take you years to figure this stuff out. I had a very similar experience with Full Throttle. <laughs> well, I, I, the, all of the... All of those Double Fine games came. I'm going to work through them all because I haven't played Full Throttle in a long time. And I recall that one being having some pretty frustrating moments. And also, the final boss, even with a guide, I couldn't figure out what to do in the final boss. Like, it was. Oh, yeah. I don't don't even know if I've ever made it there. And then I've never beaten Grim Fandango. I don't even know if I've gotten that far in Grim Fandango. So, YouTube will be my guide, and I will try to beat all those games in the minimal amount of time I can and enjoy it. It's just weird with those kind of games because it's almost like. Like, I get, like, yeah, some of those puzzles are so frustrating and you would never figure them out on your own. But at the same time, I almost feel like, what's the point if you're just going to, like, click where they tell you to click? You know what I mean? Like, it's... That is the point of those games. (laughs) What's that? Well, well, that's the point of those games, right? To figure out those puzzles. That's supposed to be what's fun. But I, I, I think it would actually be more... The comedy and the writing's the best part. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more doing it f- to for the for like the comedy and the writing and the characters more than the puzzles myself. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, that's it. I played a bit more Beat Saber, and I'm loving that. I've got, I, I am finding that the a lot of the songs sound the same, and I almost feel like there's only ten songs or something in the game. I, I looked up and there was a longer tra- track list, but it felt like a lot of the songs were just like sped up or slowed down versions of the same stuff I'd been playing the whole time. I think I'm about halfway through the campaign or so, and it's definitely getting very hard. I finally hit a roadblock where I could not progress where I was failing. But uh, yeah, really fun. And I, I think it's actually really cool, the like exercise aspect of it. I watched a talk with my boy, John Carmack, and he was talking about how he does his Beat Saber expert level for exercise every day. And I'm thinking since gyms are basically closed and it's going to be snowing very soon, this might actually be a legit way to exercise and get some cardio work in. And then I also wanted to bring this up. Has anyone tried uh, the Ring Fit Adventure game for the yeah, Switch? I, I have it. I talked about it briefly. I just yeah, bought I it. Have. I haven't opened it yet, though. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of picking it up, and I, I, I don't really know too much about it other than that I've heard it's good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really played enough to fully get into it, but it was kind of cool. Like, I liked how it worked. Like, you're kind of running and aiming with this ring thing, but then, you know, squeezing it, there's some resistance there, and, like, the speed that you run at 
you know, affects how fast your character is going and stuff. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, there's one other, like I, I picked up, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, probably not, but box VR was on sale on PSVR and it's like a boxing game, but it's like a boxing fitness game. So it's not like the uh, Creed game or something like that. And it's really just like about hitting things in in a certain rhythm. And they give you like workout routines and stuff. And it's uh, kind of good for that too. I will say uh, Rise and Shine and Eichenfell both uh, look pretty good. Yeah. No, I like I like the art of both. Uh, Rise and Shine, like I said, I was really enjoying it up until the point where it got a little difficult, and then I found the the controls a little cumbersome, and I don't think I'm going to go back to it. No, but I'm, but I can fall. I'm definitely going to go back. To I it. think it's I can fell. Just uh, I can fell. Okay, I wrote it down wrong. I can fell. But looks pretty good. That's it for me. All right. Actually, this time we're there. We're done. So much for that 40-minute show. Yeah, these guys are worried it's going to be a short show. Believe me. we got lots to talk about. Next week, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Does anything big come out next week? I think it's just the week before console yeah. launch, right? It's the, well, I mean, the calm before the storm. Didn't um, Watch Dogs just come out? Yes. Mm. I guess none of us are picking that up, though. I might. I haven't decided yet. Okay. It's kind of waiting. If I bought a Series X, I was thinking about buying it and seeing how that worked, but I don't know. There's going to be lots to play. Oh yeah. Out of so I would Series I would get Valhalla is... before I got Watch Dogs, so they're yeah. kind of similar experiences, I would think. But Bugs I'm curious. Max, I'm, I'm... PS Plus. Oh yeah. Forgot to mention that. Oh my god. I just put this controller back in my hands. It is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is amazing. Oh, so yeah. Next week, nothing, and then the Tuesday, the next Tuesday, the tenth is Series X, and the twelfth is PS Five. So, shit's gonna get real. Oh, I take it back. This controller does have the the pattern. It's really tough to see. It's almost, yeah, oh my god. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Whew, we're almost there. Two more weeks. Can't wait. <laughs> and then we'll get to the real unboxing. Uh, it, I won't be saving that unboxing for the show. That's uh, for sure. Unless You're not we, saving it? <laughs> no, unless we do it uh, off. As well, soon yeah, as I we get should it record, record it or something. Just put it on YouTube. Yeah, edit it in. Or just put it up as a standalone thing. Yeah. So make sure, if you want to see what this controller looks like in a set of hands, check out youtube.com forward slash game junk. And the Twitter's out there. Game Junk Podcast. Film Junk. My Angry Commute. Equilibrium Sis. All out there. I'm sure everyone knows already, but gotta say this shit a, a host is required to do such things right sean i know you get so Absolutely. fucking pissed when i don't Except, do that hey drop us a line if this is your first time listening or watching game junk because you know we just want to know burn yeah, all these companies in the down youtube channel fuck facebook <laughs> fuck facebook fuck facebook <laughs> <laughs> all right we're done we'll see you next week thanks for listening bye-bye